Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast. You are tuned in to the podcast entitled Working the Dash with TK. Listen, we are excited today. We have an exciting topic that we're going to be exploring today. And we want you to join in, give us your feedback, things of that nature. But we want to welcome to the platform today. We want to welcome to Working the Dash with TK. We would like to say welcome to none other than Arnell Morris. Arnell, how are you doing today? I am. I'm doing. And uh, we appreciate (laughs) the excitement that's already here. And I'm doing well. Excited to be here working this dash. I appreciate it. Yes, that's what we're talking about. It's it's just so amazing how we can bring uh, different people together with different insights, different from different walks of life. I want to just give a little bit of insight to who uh, Arnell Morris is. He serves his community as a firefighter, and I'm going to give him an opportunity to give a little bit of more um, disclosure to what he does in totality. Uh, but we want to just uh, thank him so much for serving the community as a firefighter. We know that that job is definitely not an easy job. It is an arduous task um, going in and out every single day, trying to save the lives of others. And I imagine um, that much of what you see on a daily basis is not um, all peaches and cream. It's not all uh, roses, but we really appreciate you for serving your community as a firefighter. Um, And you do some other things in the community. And again, we'll let you expound a little bit more on that. Uh, But you also serve your local church as a youth pastor of one of the predominantly uh, larger churches within the Church of God in Christ denomination. The church is Temple of Deliverance Church of God in Christ, the Cathedral of Bountiful Blessings located in the city of Memphis. And so we're very, very excited about that today. But before we get started into our topic, uh, Arnell, give us a little bit more insight as to what you do as a firefighter and just some of the things that you've been doing as a local youth pastor uh, in the city of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you so much. And just just real quickly, because I'm excited about this topic and I know it's going to be explosive. Uh, once again, once again, I want to appreciate you, TK, for this awesome privilege. And I don't take it for granted. But yes, I do serve the city as a firefighter slash paramedic for our city, uh, the city of Memphis, Tennessee, uh, six years in the game uh, as of now. And just excited about serving uh, the main thing that uh, I know I do as I go to work every day, we do fight fires, but uh, the main thing is we serve the community with medical help. We respond to any emergency. So when people are running from something, we're the ones that are running to that incident. And I often tell my wife, uh, TK, that uh, she doesn't know what I've seen possibly three hours before I got home. Could have been someone uh, on their deathbed, somebody that was shot, somebody that uh, was in a domestic situation, some pedestrian struck by a car. I see so much and uh, I play a role where I have to act uh, in the event of any emergency. So that's just what what I do. Uh, God has given me the mind and the strength to keep going and I'm glad about it. And uh, once again, just excited uh, to be working the dash. So that's just a little bit. Also, uh, work as a youth leader for our local uh, church here in memphis of course you gave the name uh in such a great manner but i'm excited to be working under our bishop hawkins uh and uh, that awesome church and we just uh want to make sure 
that uh, we push and uh, propel a generation to do greater things in these last, and as the old folks say, evil days. <laughs> evil days. <laughs> so thank you again. That's just a little bit. I don't want to go too much into that. I'm excited. Very excited. Awesome. Well, that segues into our topic today. Uh, listen, Working the Dash family, we want to invite you into this conversation. We are going to be talking about the family unit being under attack. The question on the floor is why? Is the family unit under attack? And um, Arnell, I just let's just jump right in here and let's talk about the family unit uh, as we know it right now. Well, sure, and, and, and I'm so thankful. This topic is uh, has has been seriously heavy on me, mm-hmm. uh, especially for the last, uh, you know, I guess seven years. And I say seven years. That's how long I've been married. And wow, uh, I have, yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. And I have a broader sense of uh, what marriage is and what family uh, means to me. Of course, we grew up and I grew up in a strong household. I had a mom and dad there. They taught me the things of God. They had structure. And uh, but when you begin to steward your own, to key, to, uh, TK, it kind of brings uh, another another sense, about another level of uh i can't really explain another level of of of, of pressure of uh, influence of love right. of gratitude i mean it just does so many things just get another you. insight from it when it's your yeah. own exactly yeah. and yes. uh that's exactly where i am and uh i've seen so much happen within my own little family it's like god just threw us in uh, the water uh head first he said listen <laughs> you know we we got married you know a child came quickly after our marriage I mean we just went right into what it meant to be a family and my wife and I are very excited about it but we do see not only on our family but families across this world that the attack is on the family unit now TK you know uh you you know the Bible very well I've learned a lot from you from you preaching and uh, breaking down the scriptures but it started with a family before there was a church so before we had the church we had the family and since the beginning that old serpent uh the snake or whatever you want to call it has been beguiling has been trying to trick and trip up the family and he did it in the beginning he beguiled is the word they use beguiled eve and you know uh, she did what she did uh against what god had already given them to do i won't go into that but just to let you know the family unit has always been under attack but i believe 19 that we really need to deal with the real issues and uh pluck up from the root what is really hindering our families i just feel that if we as a family if we can get the household strong i feel now you can help me out with this we can affect those others on the outside now, but if you don't have right. the inside strong, how can we expect to be a force uh, against the enemy? And so that's just, you know, don't let me go too far now. I'm ready to jump in it. But yeah, <laughs> no, that's just doing, where I am. <laughs> you're doing absolutely great. I just want to I just want to jump in here and, and say that perspective is everything. Perspective and perception is everything. And just as you have explained your own family, you've seen uh, gained a lot of perspective. You've seen um from your, your level of perception of the family being under attack. I just believe that the family certainly is under attack and because the family is under attack, our communities, our schools and our churches, uh, they have suffered in a very, very large way. Oh, yes. um, 
when men and women are not in their proper places, it's absolutely hard to have the generations under uh, the children, the seed of those parents to fall in line properly. So the family has been under attack, like you said, since the beginning, when the man stepped out of place and, mm -hmm. and did not do what he was supposed to do by way of being obedient to the will of God, um, it put the woman in a precarious situation. And oh, because yeah. there was no leadership uh, from the male head, uh, the woman is left out there to, to do and to make decisions um, on her own, which that was never the plan from the beginning. Man was placed um, in, in, he was put in place to take charge of his family. And now, as we have seen, that has been such a breakdown um, in the systematic a structure of family as we know it. And you and I are now, we grew up um, with mother and father and that was it. You know, it was that mother, was it. father. Uh, there oh, was yes. marriage. There was, you know, we very rarely heard about single parent homes. We very rarely heard about, um, uh, a parent being out of place uh, and we barely, very rarely had to talk about it but wow. now uh, the system is so broken uh, mm. until marriage has been compromised and when marriage is compromised the family is compromised so wow. the family unit is under attack because the the structure uh, by way that the Lord had already set it up God's way has been compromised. And because that has been compromised, the family unit is under attack. And we see that even with laws that are being passed every single day where it is now okay in states where men can marry men and women can marry women. Um, that is not uh, the structure of family, structure of family that was put in place. It was man, woman, children. So when we talk about a family unit being under attack, when the family is out of place, yes, uh, the church is out of place. So it, th that is absolutely correct. Wow. And that's what that's that's where, you know, my passion it has been. Mm -hmm. uh, the Lord just showed me that uh, you have to keep structure. And that's what I want to encourage everybody that's uh, able to view this podcast. And I admonish you. I've been tuning in to Working the Dash with TK. I just know there are going to be some life shifting things for you. But uh, the structure of this podcast is exactly what God is saying as it relates to the family. We have to make sure we have structure. We cannot get away from the structure. You said it already, TK, and I don't want to do too much repeating of what you've already said, even though Not I've repeated yet. a lot of what you <laughs> said down through the years because you've been a mentor <laughs> to many. But uh, like you said, God put men as the head. And the wife is under the man and then the children come uh, like that. But uh, I, we understand that sometimes the single family homes uh, have to exist. I mean, the, the problem happens. But God, I do believe that God will give you how to even deal with that. But uh, as it relates to the structure of the family, as I was saying, what I'm trying to do personally as a man, seven years of marriage, three children, three healthy children, a wife that's excited about God and loves her husband and who I can truly say believes in the God that's in me. I'm keeping structure every day. TK, we're going back to the old school. I mean, our kids may not like it. We do stuff like we go to bed on time. Come on. Uh, <laughs> 
we do stuff like we do stuff like you don't eat too much candy. You you know you have to you have yeah. to eat your, your your lunch before you get a snack. You know you have to you know you have to eat your food before you drink your water. Take us all back things Come on that now. seem prehistoric and ancient right. might be the thing that will help you get to where you need to be. Uh, my wife is real big on cooking, and she's real big on health, mm-hmm. and she is a big time. She cooker. does she's an amazing cooking. job. Yes, yeah, I, I, I believe TK. I believe she she's cooking now. I believe she's cooking <laughs> something now. But what I was trying to say was the fast food industries and the dollar menus and the ninety-nine cent menus and the forty-nine cent menus mm-hmm. have taken over the family. Yeah, and then we see the sicknesses come. We see the obesity, and we see different things. God wants us just to take that structure back. We need to prepare the meals for the children. We need to make sure they're in bed on time so they won't get up grumpy and going to school to school angry and wanting to fight the teacher and the students. And then we have Facebook Live and then now it goes viral. And then we're looked at as, you know, at, uh, uh, disruptive. So mm-hmm. God is saying structure. And he just gave me something a few days ago. Structure in this 2019 is going to precede that next blessing for you. God is telling somebody today, I, I want I want to give you exactly what you're waiting for. But there are some things out of order that you're wow. going to have to get in line. Uh, yes. I, don't, I don't I don't practice. Uh, chiro, uh, I'm not a chiropractic, but I, I've been told that when you go to that uh, chiropractor and he looks at that back, when he aligns you, you'll feel so much better. Yes. But when you're back and things are out of line, you have pain in your right hip and you got pain on the left side and mm. you got pain in your in your knees because stuff is out of order. God is saying structure. If you get the structure together, everything will flow smoother for you. So we're wow. just speaking structure. I'm just trying to live by it. I mean, I don't we don't have it all together, but we're praying every day. God, teach us how to love each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, teach us how to raise these children. It gets difficult when you have a one-year-old going up one step and you got a six-year-old <laughs> trying to tell you what you need to do and then you got a four-year-old throwing a hissy fit. You know, so many things are happening, but you have to bring your mind in. And say, God, teach me how to bring this together because the structure will keep the blessing uh, to come. So, you know, I, I'm just that excited so, about it. I'm man, excited about it. Let me tell it. you, that, that is some, that's some rich stuff. I mean, as you were speaking, it's just so many things coming to me. I just don't, I don't even know where to start, but I do, <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to say this. I want to say something on this structure. You know yeah. what, when we were growing up, the structure that we had was called discipline and that discipline we had was called a belt. And, uh-huh. um, and, and you know, we we were we were allowed to get whipped. We were allowed to be disciplined. We were, yeah. you know what? And we didn't turn out so bad, did we? We I think we did no, pretty we well. Didn't. No, but we a lot of things. The reason why the structure is off is because we have been. Um, we we have been told how our children should be raised. We have told that we've been told uh, we've been given another um, method of structure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you go outside of what you really know and what really works, just like you said, some of the simple things, getting up on time, going to bed on time, 
uh, eating the right foods. I mean, that's for everybody. That's not just for children. That's for all of us. Keeping right. things aligned and keeping things in order. And even as you were talking about the back, it, it, it just makes so much sense. Even in your natural lives, when you are out of alignment, just in your natural body, like you said, uh, pain will show up somewhere else and it's not really there. It will manifest. Your back could be hurting, but it'll manifest in your toe because something is off balance something is off skelter something is out of line something is off structure and i believe that once we get back to that structure once we get back to parents being parents Mm -hmm. and telling little johnny what little johnny is going to do and take him back their homes as opposed to being ruled and regulated by someone who does not buy food who does not pay bills um (laughs) instead of us being regulated by that and being regulated, you know, and then, you know, I, what I don't really clearly understand is uh, a lot of the things that our children grow up doing is a direct mimic of what they see their parents do. And what, what I'm really, really wanting to admonish the parents, you know, parents, when your children, I, I remember a time, Arnell, when my parents mm-hmm. um, would maybe get called to the school and I may tell my parent, oh, I didn't really do that. There was a time when my parent would tell me, oh, so you calling Miss Smith a liar? <laughs> you know? See, that's it. Yes. Now, yes. although Miss Smith may not have been telling the truth, and my <laughs> mother may have checked Miss Smith on the other side of, of that conversation, she never allowed me to disrespect Miss Smith, and she never let me see Miss Smith be disrespected. She <laughs> made me look and see that she was going to take care of Takitha. And guess what? I suffered. I may have been disciplined, whether Miss Smith was right or wrong. But the point of the matter was, is my parent was the parent. I was the child. The teacher was the teacher. Nowadays, parents go to the school. They cut up. They watch their, the children watch their parents tell off the teacher and things of that nature. And so inadvertently, we have a disrespectful generation and a, and a generation that grows up without any type of respect for uh, people. Uh, and it's when you don't have respect for yourself, you can't have it for other people. But mm-hmm. it's, that's, that's a part of that structure that we're talking about even. And that's why I want to ask you this question. Why are you so adamant about seeing families um, operate in a, in a tighter knit fashion? I just... I mean, I think if we just, like you said, you talked about cookies and chips and snacks and <laughs> fast food restaurants. You know, we don't even communicate anymore. Everybody has a cell phone. That's uh, it. Johnny is in his room. Mama's downstairs and they're texting each other. They don't, you know, nobody, no one communicates. I think Chick-fil-A um, as a fast food entity uh, said, if you come into this particular restaurant, you have to put all of your cell phones and all of your devices in a little basket and you have to See. open your mouth and communicate <laughs> with each wow. other. You, there are See, no, yeah, there are no, no devices. So, but, but why are you so adamant about seeing families prosper in this realm? Well, TK, and I, I'm, I'm trying not to take all your time because I take an hour here. <laughs> I have seen, I've seen through my own family and I've seen through others, especially you and your husband, and so many others, I've seen what God can do when we stick together. I've wow. seen it. On the flip side, I've seen gross negligence in the family. I've seen poverty on a level that I didn't know that I would see. I've seen disarray. I've seen disruption. And uh, so mm. my, my, my passion is so fueled 
because I know what the enemy is trying to do, but I know how it can be. And that's what I'm saying. There's no perfection on this side of, 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 of the line, TK. I'm letting you know, I'm just trying to put the principles that God has set before me in place. And I've seen them work. Yes. I've seen him work. And so I'm passionate about it because I don't want folk to miss out. You could be living a more happy, a more joyful life in your home than you ever would have thought of. But you have to put the structure together. I heard a, 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 a mentor of mine, he said this here, and I don't want to get real deep and churchy because you don't have an organ on this thing. But he said, he said, he said, glory follows order. He said, no. glory follows yes. order. And then he dealt with, and I don't I don't have my, my Bible right in front of me, but he dealt with how God orchestrated even the Ark of the Covenant, how he distinctly designed them to put it together. And then the, 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 the power that came from that, how Jesus would tell a man to, you know, uh, put this on your eyes. And and uh, he, he, he used spit and clay and put that, you know, these different yes. things that, that, that the, wor the word has given us, how God did things seemingly. Uh, it didn't make sense, but there was some glory if you followed what God said do. So I've seen some glory in my own personal life, how God has shown me through my children. If I show them love, if I, we, we teach them about God, if we teach them, if we're not allowing them to listen to any and everything, you know, if we yes. put the Bible in them, I've seen it come out. One day, uh, uh, TK, my wife, was uh, somewhere in the kitchen doing what she does and just mm -hmm. the years of us being churchy at home uh we come we come in the room and my daughter's looking at uh bishop hawkins on television and we didn't tell her to do it we didn't coach her to do it we didn't whisper in her ear and say do this but she was in front of the tv getting with the preacher See? jumping and dancing yeah <laughs> uh-huh hallelujah you know these things will happen if you have the structure yes. one day i think my, my wife was somewhere else and she was uh listening to my daughter upstairs no one was around her and she was just praying god bless my mama and bless my daddy yes. and just do this and do that i've seen god do it for me and so what god is saying to the families here today do what you have to do to make that tight-knit family do what you have to do to sit that child down to love on them teach them about prayer teach them about god because what i found out tk is i know my children they won't be in my home forever right. i gotta take right. this opportunity to put what i need to put in them like my parents did for me so that when they go out into that world they'll be a threat to the enemy they'll Listen. be a holy ghost assassin taking out every devil that tries to come in their way but i gotta put it in them at home I have to have the structure and I believe if the tight knit knit family it happens for me, I believe it can spread abroad because the God I serve has no respect of person. What he's doing for you and me, what he's done for others, he can do for anyone listening yes. right now. Yes. All we got to do is say, God, come on in, align me as I should be because I want to be pain free. Listen, I... I'm I'm just loving this right now. I don't even want to stop to take a break. So I'm, I'm we're just gonna keep on going here. I literally I usually try to take a break, but I, I want to keep going because I really want to encourage those who are out there to know that even if you're having some issues within your family structure, God mm -hmm. is the He's the restorer even of that. I know um, I, we don't want to paint a picture here that no one is going through any um, situations because guess what? Every family. Uh, that is a family 
has some type of dysfunction and they have yes. members that, you know, those of us who are um, believers, we have family members who we want to bring into the fold and we're praying daily that um, they come in. We have family members who are on drugs and who are alcoholics and behind prison walls and things of that nature. So we, we're not stating that, um, you know, every family is perfect or the, both of our families are okay and, and we need to pray for those that are out there. No, we are saying that we too, if it's not for the grace of God, keeping our families and keeping our minds, that we too would be in those um, uh, negligent situations. But uh, we believe God today, even on this podcast, for anyone who would listen to know that he is the God of breakthrough, even in the family. And even oh, yeah. though the family seemingly is under attack, we know that the attack that we bring, the violent take it by force. And the oh, yeah. attack that we bring against the, the enemy's hand is much stronger than the enemy's hand against that of the family. So we are today, we're praying for families. And before we release this podcast today, uh, Arnell is going to pray for the family structure. We're gonna pray against the attack to the family because listen, I believe that once the family comes into alignment, guess what? The communities are going to align, the schools are going to align, our world is going to realign. So we we just want to let somebody know out there, you're not alone. We, we are right here with you. And even though it may seem like it's looking bad for you right now, and you're wondering, where did I go wrong? What, what did I do uh, to deserve a family like this? How did I get in this family? I mean, we're all born into a family by default. Uh, you can't change your family, but uh, we can change as individuals and we can do better. We can do more, like you said, we can do more um, to bring up this structure. And so the last question I want to ask, um, you know, as, as we're talking about these different challenges and, and how we are so imperfect as people and the only thing we're doing is being saved by a perfect loving God. I want to ask you, oh, Arnell, yes. um, what challenges have you had in your life that has given you a deeper urge to see the family unit strengthened? Yeah. And so, you know, when I was talking earlier, I've said so much of what I've seen God do when you have structure. And that's only because I have been myself out of wow. order. You know, I have, uh, you know, I, I, I had parents that divorced, you know, so I know talk what it's like to, you know, being a single parent home. Yeah, I know what it's like to be in a single parent home. You know, my mom and dad, I thought things were good because uh, they did do well with keeping the child in the child's place. But I never knew what was going on with them. But uh, evidently there was a rift and they, they separated and the divorce happened and it made me bitter. Wow. It did. It did something to me. It made me bitter because I was accustomed to a mom and a dad, even though my dad was a strict disciplinarian. I believe he has uh, gold medals and whooping, <laughs> uh, whipping people with belts. I, I just know he has trophies somewhere at his house because he had a strong right arm and a strong left arm. But uh, my dad was there, you know, as I as I came up, I, I had a mom and dad. But then when that rift took yes. place, it did something to wow. me. I know, TK, it led me into rebellion. I know that it led me into even getting smart with my mom and just, you know, mm -hmm. I couldn't see my dad like I wanted to. And there were some times where I wanted to see him and I couldn't see him and, you know, things of that sort. So it led me into rebellion and uh, it led me into a life of sin. 
It let me into trying to hang with the crowd and trying yeah. to smoke the weed and trying to drink the drink and trying to, you know, run the streets. And I, I knew it wasn't for me, but I just tried to get in where I thought I was fitting in. Even when I was doing my dirt, they told me, you don't even look good doing wow. this. You know, <laughs> you, you can't, you know, they knew it was something different. I was a sore thumb in the whole situation. But uh, so I know what dysfunction was like. I ran around and I, I ran from my calling. And uh, God just had to put a wall before me and show me, listen, it's over for you in this life. I have something better for you. And as he did for, uh, uh, I guess it was Saul and knocked him off his horse. He did it for me. You know, he, he knocked me down and showed me, listen, I have greater things for you. So from that single parent household, from that divorce and from the dysfunction and from the sin that I was in, even though. My mom was in the church. Wow. My dad was in the church. I still you mean to tell me they divorced and they were in the church? In the church. Wow. Right in the church. It happens. I just I so, just hey, said that sarcastically that, because <laughs> I mean I don't know why we feel like dysfunction is is not in church, but it is and it happens there. And, no man. And and the fact that you can literally say that you were bitter from that and, and it and I know bitterness, it causes anger. And even for, especially for a young man, um, you know, and you're trying to grow up with a mother and you're trying to, you know, find who you are and do what you want to do and um, do it how you want to do it. And you've been used to a family structure. Again, just because you are in the church does not exempt you from real life problems, does not exempt oh, you yeah. from real life situations. So um, to, the credit of your parents even though they um went their ways uh sometimes children have to know that it's not their fault i, I want you to kind of talk about that a little bit that um you know you probably learned a little bit later down the road that you know them divorcing didn't have anything to do with you um but so many yeah. children grow up angry um, and then they turn into angry and bitter adults because they did not understand what was happening in their family structure as they were being weird. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I'll say that. Yeah, it, it is not your fault. And I had to learn that. And what happened was that glory follows order hit me again. God showed me that through this divorce, he was doing something for me because it allowed my mom to really seek after God in a way that she had never sought him before. You know, we came out of, as they say, the Baptist church. And so we didn't believe in the gifts of the spirit and the falling on the floor and the evidence of the tongue talking and the, and the miracles and the healing that I know that our God can do. So it pushed her to a greater level of loving God and seeking God. And it brought us to a church that we're, that we're still at now. And, and I have learned so much through this ministry about God. So, yes, the enemy meant it for evil, but yes, God turned it around for our good. So, young person, it's not your fault. A parent that had to go through that divorce, hey, it happens, but God still loves you. But guess what? There is still more for you to do. It's time for you to pick up the broken pieces or even take that broken piece and travel to dry land. Wow. God is saying there's more for you to do. Yes, it happened. You know, you tried to prevent it. You did your best. But guess what? there is greater later. So it happened to me, but it pushed us to a place that I could not even imagine. And to this day, I can look back and say, wow, you know, I have a, ta a tattoo on my arm now. And I, uh, TK, I got this <laughs> tattoo when I was out there in the world. So every time I look at it, somebody asked me, uh, aren't you going to cover it up? I said, no, because when I look at it, I think about where I was right. and what I was thinking and how lost I was, but I was lost, but now I am found. Absolutely. So, Yes, I had the dysfunction, 
but I did find a way out and I'm thankful to be here today. So thank you. Well, I've had a, just a, a tremendous time speaking with you about uh, the family unit and um, listening audience out there, I really appreciate you for tuning in to listen to this episode about the family unit being under attack. We've spoken today about why we are so adamant about seeing our own families operate in a, a tight-knit fashion. We've actually um, listen to challenges that we've overcome. And although um, my, my parents just celebrated 44 years of marital bliss, Beautiful, yes, yes. beautiful. Uh, that is that is certainly a testimony. I still want to say that even in our family structure of parents who have uh, celebrated 44 years of marriage, I definitely can say that um, you know we may not have seen uh, the the harsh part of the road, but I'm sure that everybody goes through certain things. You know, my parents did not. I didn't. I didn't go through a divorce. I didn't. Um, I, I didn't suffer. Um, you know, like a lot of young people are. You know, suffering today. I didn't see that part of life. But as I became older because I was raised in the church. I was raised with very strict parents. Um, you know, there were things that I thought I wanted to see. There were things I thought I wanted to do. So um, I kind of made life a little hard for myself. Uh, once I, you know, as I as you get older, you kind of <laughs> figure like, no, I didn't have to do that. That was just so stupid. But um, you know, you wanna you wanna make sure that you know what they told you no to uh, that they had a reason for telling you no. You know. So, you that's know, it, we've it, all it. had our, our problems. We've all had our issues. Listen, I've, I, I've had my bout. You know, there were times that I felt like, you know, I, I didn't want my parents to, you know, how is it that I was in a family of just, you know, a pastor or, you know, why can't I just be a regular child? You know, those are those were real questions. Those were real things that I battled. But we have learned today how we are overcoming challenges and how, you know, if we just allow God to align us, that was one of the words that was uh, given throughout this podcast, alignment. Uh, we've listened to the glory. We've listened to structure. Uh, the glory is coming after the structure. I want somebody out there to know truthfully that the family unit is being strengthened because we are praying for the families. And before we go, Arnell, I do want to tell you, thank you so much for joining me. Thank, thank you so you. much. Once again, I'm going to say it again. You're serving your community as a paramedic. Um, also, you are uh, you are a firefighter. Uh, that is what you do every single day. And, and I know you see things. You talked about uh, pedestrians being hit and, you know, saving young children. And I know your job is probably hard sometimes not to bring some of that home. But thank God you have a very beautiful wife. Uh, three lovely children. Um, you, you guys are doing some amazing things, um, even with where you're serving uh, in local ministry, um, trying to help young people identify who they are and where their purpose is. So I want to thank you for taking time out to uh, talk to the listening audience on Working the Dash with TK. Before we go, please give us a, a prayer, a closing prayer. We're going to close with this. So um, thanks, thank to, thanks to everyone for listening. Um, but I want to close this. You can have last remarks and, and words, but please close us out in a uh, very spirited uh, prayer for the family. Wow. So thankful. Once again, thank you for allowing us, uh, allowing me to be here. And we're so glad that God has touched somebody. Somebody has been reached 
uh, through this podcast. But Father God, we thank you so much. We thank you for working the dash. We thank you that there is so much for us to do, even in the middle of what we're going through right now. So God, I thank you. I thank you for TK. I thank you for this vehicle, this mean of communication that is touching hearts and touching minds everywhere. And Father, as we have already signified on this line, we thank you that you're destroying those things that want to come against the family. We come against everything on every level. We come against every demon and every crook and cranny, every crevice, every place that he would be to destroy, to tear down what you want to do. Father, we come against it now and we speak to that husband. We speak to that wife. We speak to those children, those uh, those stepchildren, those that mother-in-law, that family that wants to come together, that immediate family that needs to talk to each other. God, send help right now. Send help like only you know. God, we don't know the certain situations that are under the sound of our voice, but you know, you can see and there is no thing too hard for you. So Father, we thank you now that you're bringing things together. We thank you, God, that even though it hurts and it's hard and we're worn out and we're beaten and we're tired, that you still want us to align ourselves properly so that you can rain down upon us. Thank you, God, that we're in the right place at the right time to receive your blessing. We're not any. We're not anywhere else. We're not out of order. We're not out, oh God, outside looking in, but we are in a place of an open heaven. And we feel that now through this podcast, through this ministry of working the dash, that families are coming together everywhere. And we are a force to be reckoned with. The enemy has to watch out, God, because when we wake up, the next morning, we're going to have so much structure. The glory of God's going to be on our lives and our families will be stronger from henceforth now and forevermore. We thank you now, God, for everything you've already done. And we thank you that the power of God is yet prevalent in our families. We give you glory now. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. I'm saying amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining this episode of Working the Dash with TK.